Thank you. 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 Hello and welcome to Gratitude Sandwich again. I'm here today with my old friend. I'm saying yep. old friend. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> it is old. But he's not old. And I'm not old. We're the same age. Um, so this is my friend from many years ago, Jeff Sanger. Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lori. I'm so happy that you're here with us today to tell us your story of gratitude and how it's worked its way into your heart through your view of your family. Can you give yes. us a story? Um, well, the backstory, uh, 10 years ago, my youngest son, Easton, um, had a seizure that lasted for 24 hours. And um, he then had epilepsy for the next year and a half before we found out that he had a genetic disorder that uh, that he died from. Um, and that uh, that experience of losing a child and for my other children, losing a sibling has has been um, obviously a painful and yeah. terrible experience. Go and ahead. How old were all the kids? Um, well, Easton was two and a half. Uh, so Morgan was uh, five, <laughs> excuse me, five. Um, Addison was seven and Logan was nine. So young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they, they learned at a, a very young age how sometimes life doesn't give you maybe what you deserve or what you want. Um, but they also learned at that time how other people can be so powerful in helping someone who's in need. And it, you know, I say obviously gratitude doesn't come from losing my son because that's the worst experience in the world. But the gratitude from seeing what my my other children learned from that experience is, you know, it's an amazing thing that they they are very grateful people because of of what happened. I know you gave me some examples earlier before we were on air about some of the amazing things that people from all over the place did for you all to to sort of model this empathy and this reaching out. You want to tell some of those little stories? Yes. Uh, we were, you know, when Easton was sick, uh, my wife and I were going down to St. Louis uh, to about a two hour drive, uh, not weekly, but close to it. And so we, our community had a fundraiser for us um, soon after his first seizure and raised a large amount of money um, that people just walked up and just donated people. You know, they did a 24 hour walk to, you know, kind of model the seat, how long the seizure was. And, and so a large amount of money was raised from the Pace and Quincy communities. Um, and then we would have people just come up and send us a letter and say, here's a gas card. We know you'll need it. Here's, you know, a, a gift certificate to food. We know you'll need it when you're on the road. Um, here's something for your kids, like gifts for our, our kids that were at home, because we know they're not getting the attention that they're used to or that they should get. Um, can we watch your kids? Can we take them out to dinner? Can we? And, and so our, our children learned um, how amazing it was for people to give without any requests for something back. Like they, it was just take it. We don't need to thank you. Just we want you to, we want you to be able to benefit because we know you're going through severe pain and, and discomfort and things like that. Um, so my children learned at a very young age how powerful that is for someone who's suffering. Mm. And so um, I, I think you even said that this, that sort of spread pretty far because of your wife's blog. 
Yes, yes. She she was blogging, and so she had followers from around the country. So we would get stuff in in the mail. Um, again, gift cards or just cash. And here, use this because um, Shannon's amazing with her words. And so she had tons of followers who were following Easton's story, and she would post <coughs> every so often, you know, not weekly, but you know, a couple times a month about what was going on and his his victories and then his tribulations and you know her her feelings and her emotions and they were very raw and um then when he passed you know it was the same thing she just kind of went through the process and um so people felt really attached to him and his facebook uh, group is still still ongoing and people will uh shannon created something she called easton timeouts and where you know to pay something forward to help someone who just needs help um, to pay for the meal of someone who's behind you in the drive-thru or to just stop and spend time with your kids and give them a hug and do something. And so we created cards and handed out. And so people would send us a picture of, you know, well, I, I had one of Easton's cards and I gave it to this family that really needed help. And I gave them money for their dinner or paid their electric bill or something like that. And I did that in Easton, in Easton's memory. And, you know, that's, that's amazing. Wow. So it really rippled out. Far. Right. Absolutely. Not just wow. <laughs> and then it was awesome because then we would get calls from people or messages on Facebook saying, hey, someone just did this for me and gave me Easton's card. Whoa. And so it was kind of coming around full circle where, you know, people were doing things to people that we knew who they didn't know knew us. And, you know, again, just that that gratitude when you, when you lose a child, you want to hear his name. Mm. And so, you know, we're almost, uh, oh gosh, we're over eight years out since he passed and to have people still talking about him and, you know, we'll get an email saying, Hey, I didn't need some time out. Um, I did this for this family or I helped this family at Christmas or, you know, just so you know. Oh my goodness. And so are the cards downloadable from the Facebook group or is there some way um, to access those? Uh, I have a bunch of them at home that I could mail you. Uh, and I have to check with Shannon and see if that's something that, you know, we have set up on a download. It'd be cool because now you have people from all over the place listening on this podcast, and I'm mm. sure that they would want to do the same thing. Perhaps they could even just tap into the website or to the Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's a Facebook group. Yeah. It's uh, Easton, Easton Superman Zanger is the Facebook group. Easton Superman Zanger. So we can check it out through there. Maybe we can get an update. Yeah those cards through there so that we can all um, do an Easton timeout. That's amazing, amazing, amazing um, to wrap such a story all inside of this, this paying it forward and right. this sort of ripple effect of goodness is amazing. It I is. And we were so overwhelmed. And so because they had a second fundraiser for us as well. And, and so, and this was when he was, in the hospital a second time and and each time he was in the hospital for a month and um you know again just something you know zangers need help and it was overwhelming again and so then when he passed we still had a significant amount of money in what we called easton's account so then we were able to use that when other people in our area <laughs> were having troubles especially with their their kids. So if they had a sick child, if they were going to children's hospital, if they had, um, you know, a, a child who passed away or something like we were able to use his money to benefit them in some way. And, and so we were paying it forward. And 
um, eventually went through the money that they gave us because we just, we kept giving it to other, other parents with children and, you know, going down to children's hospital. And so we would pay for their hotel because, you know, it's, it's not fun to sleep in a rollout bed or a rollout couch in the waiting room at children's hospital. That That's, that's not a good existence. And so we would, you know, cover hotel for some parents. We, um, had one, one person that uh, lost a child and we were able to pay for her to have an extended bereavement leave. Uh, we paid her salary for uh, five months so that because she was going to have to go back to work because of insurance and um, just a tight budget. And we knew you need more time than that, especially, you know, I say not to be you know general, but moms, moms can't just jump right back into it. And um, so we were able to help her. Uh, that she could take time to truly, truly grieve and and go through that process because she wasn't ready to go back to work. She wasn't, but she was going to have to, and and that was going to be a terrible thing. We helped another um, local family that had a, a child that had you know um, issues with a different kind of disability, and so we were able to help them um, get through some of their. I mean, so uh, the money that was given to us went out to other people. And again, in Easton's name that, you know, is, it's just amazing to, to still hear people talking about him. That is huge, 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 huge. And I can imagine that seems like one of those God things when he gives you something to do inside right. of grieving, he gave you something beautiful to do with that money inside of your own yeah. healing. That's huge. And the, the appreciation that goes with that, I mean, because we, of course, appreciated everything we received. And and then we see that same in those people. And then they have then told us, you know, I was able to do that for someone else. And, and so just to continue to move that forward. How amazing. And I know you said that you're actually seeing in your own children as they're growing up now that they're starting to choose some paths that you think were affected. You want to tell a little bit about that? Yes, they uh, um, they are incredibly empathetic children and people. I mean, they're you know now seventeen and almost sixteen and thirteen. So they they have done wonderful things and are looking for life paths now that to help people. You know, one is looking at possibly physical therapy for young children. One is looking as an immigration lawyer um, to help someone who can't help. You know, are not in a position to help themselves. Um, so they're looking at paths like that. And I really feel like that goes back to, to Easton's experience. Um, and we also welcomed into our family uh, twins from Haiti. We adopted them a year and a half ago. And so that learning process has been overwhelming and amazing and frustrating and everything. Um, but, you know, we are, you know, teaching them as well about Easton and, and, you know, coming from, you know, a very poor country, they, they want to get out and help people. And it's awesome to see, you know, they want to work with the local food pantry. They want to um, do things like that to help others that have been in need because they experienced need and they lost a mother when they were young, actually the same year that Easton passed away. So um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, a large circle. <laughs> so you feel that this is even reaching into your adopted, your two daughters. That you right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how old are they now? Uh, they're 13 as well. So mm -hmm. we have That's three 13-year-old, <laughs> uh, 15-year-old, and a 17-year-old in our house. <laughs> three 13-year-old girls. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Good time. Every day is an adventure, let me tell you. 
Wow. Well, it sounds like an amazing journey from a lot of pain into, into you know, this paying it forward all the way around to gratitude and this view of seeing your children sort of bloom um, because of their experience rather than become bitter. So this is right. And it is, it's, you know, everything, they, they still go through emotions and um, you know, with a lot of talking in, in the house and with others trying to, trying to figure it all out because they, they lost a lot when they were young and, you know, their, their mom and dad, you know, that they knew went away forever. And, you know, they have a new mom and dad and, you know, with a whole different perspective and, and they, they, they're adjusting with that. They're also teenagers trying to adjust with that and, you know, looking at the future and it's just, you know, it's a lot, but they, it's amazing to watch them. Can you share your fence symbolism around that? Yeah. Um, and I was telling Lori, it's it's an amazing. I saw an amazing picture once, and I, you know, was struggling with how to explain, you know, my life. And the picture is from a. If you Google, I think it's a San Francisco earthquake fence. You'll find it. But there's you can see like a the fence running off miles in one side, and then it moves 15 feet, and then it runs the other direction in miles. And so evidently, there you know, when an earthquake hit in San Francisco, it shifted the fence. It didn't knock it down, but you know, totally changed its trajectory. Um, so it, it really symbolizes my life where, you know, the trajectory I thought I was on um, with, you know, one large seizure in April of 2010 or of 2011, I'm sorry. And then, you know, Easton's passing in December of 2012 and, and my life shifted um, more than 15 feet. And so it's, it's continuing, but it's, it's not the direction that I was heading. Mm. Wow. And this, the fence is still standing. Yes, absolutely. Still going for miles and miles. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. That's, that's a really beautiful imagery. And I think it's, it's something that can help people to understand that major, major shift that happens to a person when you lose a child, especially right. as, as you guys did. Yeah. Nothing ever, nothing is ever the same. I mean, and you know, in talking with Shannon, if you read her blog, I'm telling you, you will, <laughs> you will get a feel for it because she's amazing with words and and her her emotions are right there on the page. Um, but you know, to talk about you know the holidays are never the same, and you know it's now been eight years, but you know Christmas is great and terrible. Easter is you know you're happy and just totally overwhelmed with grief, and you know every every holiday, um, each new season. You know, Easton's birthday is is May twenty fifth. So going into the summer every year is really painful. And you know, you remember the good times, but then you remember what should be happening. Um, I should have a a you know boy turning eleven this year, and I don't. And and so that void is always there. It's always a part of it. Is there a um, ad address, a web address for Shannon's blog that people could or people could find her? Oh gosh, it is. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Off the top of my head, I can't. I will. <laughs> have to I'll get it, pull it out in the show notes. It's no big deal. But I yeah, think you would be interested to read her work. I know I've read several of them, and it's it's pretty. It was pretty amazing. Um, I think that that gives people an insight so that we can all build yeah. our empathy. Um, well, it's amazing because she started it just before Easton's first seizure. So you can see the first few of them are just silly things. You know, a, a mom that's had four children commenting on the younger women, you know, out running and things like that. And, and, and she's very witty and very 
sarcastic and, and so making comments about that. And then you see, you know, in April of 2011, you know, where she doesn't write one for a while and then boom. And then it is, you know, she has totally changed. I, her writing is, is so much different and the pain again is right there and the frustration and the joy when, when Easton has a good day. And I mean, you, and then you just follow her through the, the frustration of the long-term illness and then into um, his death. And then you get the anger and just raw fury. And then as you can kind of see how she's kind of coming to terms with that, I mean, it, it really, to go back and read it, it's amazing to me. Wow. For anyone that's gone through a similar experience, it would be, it would be great for, for someone to take a look at that. Yeah. I'll make sure I get that address and we'll add it to the show notes. Right. Thank you so much for being with us today. This has been amazing to hear your side of the story and to let folks know that gratitude comes in all shapes and forms and we can find it um, even in some of the hardest places. Right. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you, Lori. Thank you so much for joining me today on Gratitude Sandwich. Jeff's story is amazing. Please leave me a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to my podcast. Subscribing is free. Go to my website and download my free Yoga Nidra for Deeper Rest Meditation. Sign up for a free 30-minute coaching session with me. See if life coaching could be helpful to you. If you have limiting beliefs that are holding you back from the life that you want to lead, that's what I do. That's my jam. So get in there, sign up. I'd love to meet you. Thank you for joining me today. I am so grateful for you.